Welcome to Wrestling with the Angels, a podcast that hopes to encourage you as we limp along this life together. My name is Zach, and I'm here with my good friend and co-host, Clint. And we're again sans Angela today, sadly. Yeah, uh, unfortunately, things have happened where she's not going to be able to be with us probably until our first episode of 2021, uh, but we certainly miss her and uh, hope that doesn't hurt our viewership, our, our <laughs> listenership. <laughs> yeah. So... And uh, so Clint and I, we, we could not agree on a topic today. I wanted to talk about gratitude. He wanted to talk about holly jolly Christmas. And uh, actually in, in discussing it with Angela, she actually proposed, what, what if, here's an idea, what if we could talk about being grateful when Christmas is hard? You know, sort of a melding of our two ideas. Yeah, because my idea wasn't necessarily talking about holly jolly Christmas. It was talking about that. Um, and also how this time of year is, is a cause for a lot of heartache and pain, uh, for people. It's not always holly jolly. And, and so we kind of, and she had the idea to nuance our, both of our positions and talk about how even when Christmas is hard, mm. we can still practice gratitude. Yeah. And I think there's something to be said that could be applied to just, you know, even outside of Christmas is when, when things get hard in generally. Right. Yeah. We're just using the, 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 season. the season that we're in right now mm-hmm. to sort of talk about these things. Yeah. So in, in talking about gratitude, what, what is gratitude? Well, I think in discussing it before we started recording, we were, we talked about how connected uh, something like gratitude and a, a topic we mentioned earlier in our podcast, contentment, mm-hmm. how, how closely connected those things are. Yeah. So if but, con- contentment is this, like, I think what we said was it's a theology of enough. Right. And so gratitude then is what, what would you say? I would say, so this is the best way I could describe it. Contentment is almost passive, mm. right? Like you are okay with things the way they are. Although you're not actively great, grateful mm. for them. So gratitude is active. It's something that we, it's an action we do um, in response to where we are right now. I really like that. Gratefulness is an action. And so because it's an action, we have a choice to make. We can either choose right. to be grateful or, or not. And um, it kind of puts the onus on us. And we can, we, so there's a sense of you can practice gratefulness. Yeah, and I think you can even... Um, practice it. And we've talked a lot about this a lot in our own spiritual journeys with prayer. Mm. Um, being able to do it even when you don't feel it. Mm. Yeah. You know, so practicing gratitude, even when you aren't grateful, Whoa. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> that, like, um, that's a paradox. It is. It, yeah. it, it, and it's, and it's, um, I'm not, it's, I mean, no, by no means saying it's easy. Right. Um, right. And Especially at, this year, right? That's one thing we wanted to talk about. Yeah, um, I'm, and it, and I mean, that's one thing I've tried to be intentional about because 2020 for me has not been a, a bad year. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm in a what, what people consider an essential worker. Uh, I haven't missed a time from work. In fact, my job has been busier. Mm. Um, you know, I haven't experienced any major loss this year, either financial or personal. In fact, my family is growing. You know, my wife is is, is pregnant with our third child. Um, but I know people 
who have experienced loss personally, financially, whose businesses are are uh, not being profitable because they're not coming back and not coming. Yeah, or certainly not coming back in the sense that they were before. Right. I know a lot of people in the service industry, and that's who I'm talking about, like you know, restaurants and mm. and breweries and things like that, whose whose businesses have been forever impacted by this. Right or wrong, you know, mm-hmm. I'm not making a statement on that, but yeah, we just want to mourn with those. Who yeah, exactly. And so I, um, what I've tried to be intentional about is, while I have a lot to be grateful for, mm-hmm. I want to recognize that there's a whole group of people, and that in this year, maybe more than other years, that group is large of people who have a lot of things going on in their lives that gratitude is not the initial response yeah. to those things. Yeah, and it's it's one of those things where we don't want we don't want our gratitude we don't want to invite them into our gratitude. And I'm trying to think of how to say it. We don't want to force people to be yeah, grateful. We don't want to say like, you know, Just we, cheer up. we all yeah, yeah, we always close the 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 end of our podcast with here's something we want to do today. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. The last thing I want from this episode is for us to say, we just want people to be more grateful <laughs> because that dismisses yeah. the fact that there are people listening to this who've had a rough year yeah, and maybe not just this year. Maybe this year was just a culmination of bad previous years. Mm. And so in a season where as Christians, we, in, we um, experience a lot of hope and a lot of anticipation and as a society, we're so looking forward to 2021, right? As if from at December 31st, 1159 PM <laughs> to January 1st at midnight, that the switch is going to get flipped. Right. And right. I'm, I, I, and, you know, there's almost a, a caution against that. Mm. Like, and we talked about this before too. Let's not put all our eggs in the 2021 basket. We don't right. know what that year is going to bring, but what we can decide to do is be great, grateful right now for whatever uh, we've been given whatever yeah. we have and also be empathetic to those who's who fi- who are finding that a little bit harder this year than than previously yeah and so <clears throat> one of the things that I kind of I want to discuss is how can we be grateful then when we experience loss when we experience heartache when kind of like what we were talking when um when nothing seems to be going our way, when everything seems to be going against us, how can we be grateful, you know? And to be honest, I don't have an answer right now. And that's Mm-mm. that's part of the um, hope of these podcasts. You know, we're wrestling right now. Yeah. And so together, we, we, we kind of want to come together and see if there's an open conversation we can have with things that we struggle with and then maybe... Um, come to some solution for us, and then maybe that might benefit others. Yeah, I, I think one thing, one bit of advice you gave another friend of ours this week for on a completely different topic um, in a group text that we're in was talk about it. Yeah, right. So if if there's something going on in your life that it's really hard to see any reason to be grateful in, mm-hmm. talk about it. Yeah. And... um have a friend where you can share the most yeah. 
nittiest, grittiest thoughts in your in your head, and to where you know they're not going to go run and and tell someone, oh my God, did you you got to hear what uh, what so and so just told me? Have someone where you can have those, and I, I keep saying you. It has benefited me greatly to have someone to do that with. Um, and, I, absolutely. You know, and Clint, you are you are one of those friends for me that I can. I don't have to worry about being judged with talking about anything, really. Um, and that, and that, that helps me. And so even while I have all this hurt and tur- turmoil that I might be experiencing, I can be grateful for a friend to share that with. You know, it's kind of like that. You gave a metaphor <laughs> a while back, talking about a three-legged race, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, that's what I need. I don't want to, you know, I don't want I want to stop saying you and we and all these. That's what I need. I need that three-legged race to where I can I can lean on somebody during those times. And it's this weird paradox of it, it I can be grateful for something there even amongst all that hurt and all that loss. Yeah, and one thing that always uh one sort of objection to that idea that always comes to my mind when we and it came to my mind when we were discussing friendship in a previous podcast is what do we say to the person who says, I just, I don't have anybody mm. that I can do that, that I can trust. Um, so I need to talk about these things. Yeah. I want to, but I don't have anyone. Right. Cause, um, I'm thinking specifically of, and I'm not saying this person doesn't have anyone else, but I'm thinking specifically of, of someone I know who, who lost a, a spouse a, a month ago mm. and, they were married for what I can only imagine was a really long time. And all of a sudden that person that you, that, that person for you is gone. Yeah. Like, Mm. so, and they're not easily replaced. Right. Right. What, what I have found through my own experience is that when I lead with a weakness with someone, when I can, when I can meet with someone and I can share something that I'm really struggling with and I can, I can kind of open that door of vulnerability, man, it, it is never met with God. I can't believe you just said that. Yeah, we're all struggling with different things, you know. And when and when I have led, when I have, been, have found the courage to lead with a weakness, it's always met in turn with a weakness. Maybe not right then and there, right? But at some point, as long as I'm giving something away, the things I get in return are friendships, are those. Um, moments of sincerity with another human being. Yeah. And that's one thing that like to push back against that objection that I don't have anyone Mm -hmm. that, that, that someone may levy. We live in a society where, um, everyone's got a bunch of Facebook friends (laughs) and we, and we overshare on social media. Right. And I'm not saying go and go and put all your, your weaknesses in a Facebook post, that would be unwise. <laughs> but I, and I, and I've seen this and I've responded to a few of them. People, people in a cry of desperation post mm-hmm. something like I need to talk to somebody. Yeah. And sort of putting a, putting a line. Just, out. Yeah. Just exactly. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. Putting, putting a hand uh-huh. above the, the, the surface of the water yeah. and just praying somebody grabs it. Right. Right. You know, and sometimes desperation yields, um, Result, like results. Mm-hmm. I mean, someone will reach out, um, and so that that's kind of my encourage. I want to encourage people who who don't have a whole lot to be grateful for, uh, so they think, 
uh, right now and don't have anyone to reach out to. Mm-hmm. Um, do what you can. And, and shoot, man, reach out to, reach out to us. Yeah. Even if you're listening to this and we don't know you right. personally, um, that's kind of what this, what we started this to be, right? We mm-hmm. want to encourage people, even those we don't know. And so, um, if you're listening to this and that's you, you know, and you have nothing else, no one else to reach out to, reach out to us. Yeah. And I mean, I have found in my experience that, um, that if I can, if I can gather the courage to somehow share, um, it's it's never met with that sort of it's never met with what I'm afraid of. You know, I'm afraid of rejection. Right. And I've, it's never been met with that. It's always met with openness and generosity and there's there's some paradox there. And and that's the that's the thing is I can be grateful for that interaction even though what led me there is a lot of pain and suffering. Um and so you know there there's some sense of hurt can, you know, hurt can have the final say, or we can reach out and something can blossom from that hurt, that suffering, that pain. Good things can come from from bad things. Yeah, absolutely. And I and I and I think it would it's important for us to say that if you find yourself unable to be grateful this time of year, that's okay. Yeah, that's okay. Right. You know. Um, it's, uh, it, we understand, we understand that mm-hmm. uh, a lot of people will understand that depending on the situation. Um, but we, but we want to help people get to a point where they realize that even as we talked about before we started recording, even in the pit of despair, we can have gratitude. Like even if it feels like there's no way to be merry, or there's no Mary in Merry Christmas this mm-hmm. year. Um, we can find ways to grab hold of even the littlest, littlest thing. Yeah. And, and part of that is part of our willingness and our wanting to encourage people to do that is because we have things that in our lives that we're very grateful mm-hmm. for. And we talked about this too. When you have gratitude for th- the things you have, how that how you don't have a white knuckle grip on them and you don't hold them so close that you don't want to lose them. Instead, it, it, it mysteriously frees you to co- sort of give yourself and your time and your money to, to other people who may need it. Yeah. Gratitude in some sense is, um, is coming to an understanding of what I have is good and I want to share it. Um, it it's like what you said. I, I don't want to white knuckle, hold this for myself. It, it is a weird paradox. It is a, it is a mystery that in finding out the things that I have are good and enough leads me to want to share with others. Yeah. And, and absolutely. And no matter how little you have, mm-hmm. when you're grateful for it, it, um, it kind of expands. Yeah. Right. And you're able to, to bring other people into that. Mm-hmm. invite them into it and it helps me to start with small things absolutely you know being grateful for small things yep and that's what we want to do today we want to find the good from the bad um, because ultimately that's what God has done for us and until next time may the Lord make us channel for his peace <laughs> <laughs>